paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Glad to be back along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union here on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hey, Jenna, good to hear your voice. Yes, it's great to be back with you, Andy. Uh, it's, a, it's a long story. We'll tell it another time, but I can tell you right now, I'm a living testament as to why you need an emergency fund. <laughs> <laughs> so it's That's been a while. Like, what, what are we going to talk about today for Good Money Moves? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I'm quite certain that many people have probably given up on their New Year's resolutions yeah. by now. You know, it's mid-February at this point. Um, but I'm actually really hoping that with today's show, we can maybe rejuvenate some people's mindsets for meeting their financial goals um, that they had originally maybe set for themselves as a New Year's re resolution by kind of talking about what are effective goal-setting strategies today. Great time. Topic. And I guess maybe I'm going to throw this out to you. Why do you think it's so hard for people to stick with the financial goals, especially when they make them part of the New Year's resolutions? Yeah, that's a great question. And I would, you know, for starters, I would say most of the time when people set goals, they, they set them in a very intangible way and they're really more aspirational than rather than like a well-defined, well-considered goal. Okay. Right. So, but it, it also goes a little bit deeper than that too, because often people simply just don't believe in themselves and they end up kind of self-sabotaging themselves before they even get started. Um, and they can kind of psych themselves out a little bit um, yep. before they even try making any real change because they've decided, well, this is, you know, I'm this type of person or this is, you know, who I am. And, and so rather than kind of viewing it from a more flexible mindset, they kind of set themselves up for failure from the beginning. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, which is another reason people often fail to meet their financial goals is it because it does require a shift in habits and and maybe shifting some priorities around in life too which are is just hard to do no matter how small the habit change is right. um you know it can be really kind of a difficult shift to make especially when you don't have that well-defined goal in place and you're already kind of setting yourself up for failure by second guessing your own ability to make that change right so there's a couple things going on here that cause people to really fail to meet any goals that they're setting for themselves in the long run um well change in itself is just tough it is it's really hard and i i think um especially if if the change you're trying to make is maybe not very meaningful to you. I think that would be another reason, kind of top reason that people don't reach their financial goals is because they're looking at goals and setting goals based on what they think they're supposed to be striving for instead of something they actually want to achieve, right? If if your goal is to I don't know, let's say you you're if you're <laughs> If you're trying to make more money because that's what you think you're supposed to be striving for is making more and more money every year, 
it's going to be really hard to reach that goal if that's not truly something you want and you're just working towards it because you think you're supposed to in a lot of cases, for example. Or let's say, you know, I think we've talked about this before when we talked about managing money as a couple at one point. You know, if you're trying to reach a financial goal that's really important to your spouse, but you have zero interest in, like saving up for a boat maybe, right? If one person is super into that, but it takes both of you to achieve the goal, that you're going to probably fail because the other person isn't going to be as committed to it. And it's going to actually probably cause a lot of arguments too along the way if we're being realistic. So it's really important that the goals that you're setting are truly meaningful to you in some way. So much of this is attitude and emotion. So I think you make some excellent points with what you just said. And Mm -hmm. I think all of us can relate because... I know myself I can because I've been there mm-hmm. and tried to do this and failed. So is there a good strategy out there that someone can use that can overcome some of these obstacles that we've been talking about and actually make steps towards meeting their financial goals? Yeah, I mean, absolutely there are. And I think one of the best things that you can do is to really stop thinking about your financial goals in in a really broad term like save more money or spend less money or pay off debt, right? These are those kind of almost aspirational statements that I was referencing earlier, right? So they really require essentially the bare minimum of effort to come up with, and they have no tangible action steps towards them whatsoever. so let's, I mean, it's a great place to start. Yeah. I want to save more money. I want to, I want to spend less money here. That those are great things. And those are the starter thoughts to creating a goal, but what's missing from them is the what and the how behind the goal. And so that's where I, I always, you know, and we've talked about this methodology that I'm going to share here before on the show, but it's such a good and simple way to set goals for yourself that I, I think it's really important that we talk about it again because it's one of, actually one of my favorite methodologies for setting goals, especially financial goals, right? And you can really use this to overcome some of those obstacles we were just talking about that you kind of put in place for yourself before you even get started. And that, that methodology is that SMART goals methodology. And SMART is actually an acronym Um, So the S means specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for realistic or relevant, depending on what um, makes the most sense for you, and then T for time-bound. So there's some very specific points that you need to determine and figure out to have a SMART goal that really sets up a really nice framework for you to work from. So I know in chats with other members of your team at First Alliance Credit Union that mm-hmm. you've used this smart system with success mm-hmm. with some of your uh, your your members who have yeah. come into issues and and needed help perhaps in, in finding a way to meet their goals and perhaps it's getting out of debt or creating more savings. And uh, so I'm certainly interested in getting a refresher on this. So how do you actually create a smart goal. Can you walk us through the process, the process, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's, and I'll use an example. So I think that's the best way to kind of talk through this. Um, so let's use that example that I kind of started with. I want to save money, 
right? So you basically take that intention to save more money and using this SMART goal framework, you give it a workable context that you then build upon with each letter of the acronym. So it's actually very easy to do. So let's start with S for specific. Okay. I want to save more money. What do you want to save more money for? Fill in the blank. I want to save more money for an emergency fund. I need to do that again. Yeah. Right? So now you have a specific purpose for saving money. You already have a better reason to be saving money other than just to save it. You have a purpose. You have the what for. Right? So then we kind of move on to the M. Right? So measurable. I, you ha, you kind of have to give this a quantifiable benchmark that you're working towards. So in this case, I want to save $1,000 for an emergency fund. Okay. So you've now given it even further defined what the goal is, right? It's no longer, well, I'm just going to save some random amount of money for an right. emergency fund. It's I'm going to save $1,000 for an emergency fund. And I like that when you put a number to it, it makes it, it makes it more real. It does. It totally does. And, and that just kind of can even help you overcome some of those mental roadblocks too. Because when, again, if it's something super intangible, it, it makes it really, really hard to see yourself achieving it. And so this gives you that framework to visualize it as well. Okay. Um, so then, so we have S, we have M, now we're moving on to A, attainable. So this is where you kind of make that goal manageable by breaking it down into kind of smaller action steps a little bit. So in this case, you would rephrase your statement, your goal statement to be, I will put $100 a month into a savings account until I save $1,000 for my emergency fund. Seems doable. Yeah, seems totally doable. So this is how you make you really take that goal that you want and you say, this is how I'm going to reach it. This is what I'm going to do. The step I'm going to take to make that a reality for myself. Now, the hard part then becomes, well, if, how do you know if that's a realistic goal? So that's where that letter R in SMART comes in, that realistic or relevant piece, right? This is kind of your gut check of what will act, it will actually take to achieve that goal and kind of moves your goal even further into an actionable step that you can take. So in other right? words, where am I going to get the $100? Exactly, exactly. Because if you haven't been saving $100, before, it's going to have to come from somewhere in your budget, in your spending, right? So in this case, you know, using my, my savings account example, you know, I would say something like, I will be able to save $100 a month because I will stop eating lunch out every day at work and pack a lunch instead. So you probably you, save a hundred bucks in a week doing that. Yeah, potentially. It depends where you're eating out, right. I suppose. <laughs> but what this really does is it does, it forces you to know where you're gonna get that additional hundred dollars from. Right? Because if you don't if you realize after kind of going through this part of the process and you and you may have to take a little bit of time with this to really figure out and this may be a good moment to stop and put together a quick budget to see where your money's going every month and kind of decide where it is that you want to take that money from in your spending. 
but it really just forces you to know whether or not you do have $100 to spare, right? Because if you don't, if you truly don't, if you're truly already cutting back a lot and just barely making ends meet, then $100 might not be a realistic and attainable goal for you. But it's good to know that going in so that you don't become disappointed as you try to reach that and then realize you can't, right? So it's really setting up that framework to know ahead of time the, what that's going to look like for and you. And the beauty of this, Jenna, I just realized it. Mm-hmm. If you're not already doing this, this would at least prompt you to begin at least the basics of budgeting Yeah. to know whether or not you can find that $100. Exactly, exactly. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to budget out for, you know, you don't have to do a look back for a whole year. You can just take, you know, a couple weeks or a couple months worth to know, you know, where you're at. This is, it doesn't have to be super intensive. This is just to give you that framework to work within, but it'll really help you just reassess your priorities at the same time. So the last piece of this is the letter T for time bound, right? So... This is where you give your goal an end date because this is going to make this task feel a lot less daunting and it's also going to create a sense of urgency for you, which can be kind of motivating, right? And it makes it, it, again, it gives it that tangibleness that you have an end date for this. You're not just going to be saving money mindlessly for the rest of your life. Like you have a specific purpose with a specific timeline with this specific dollar amount attached to it that just it really just helps give it again that really nice solid framework for you to visualize and see yourself achieving this goal and so you would say something at this point but by saving a hundred dollars a month i will reach my thousand dollar goal in 10 months Perfect. Less than a year, you could have $1,000 saved. That's pretty darn cool. It is. You know what I really like about it? Because I bet after that 10 months, that sense of accomplishment, you'd go, I could do this again. And next thing you know, $2,000 yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is Remember, this is just a starting point. Yeah. So, so really, when you, so you take your I want to save money and aspiration and now you work through the smart goals framework and your final goal would sound something like i will stop eating out for lunch at work every day for the next 10 months so that i can save a hundred dollars a month to build up my one thousand dollar emergency fund all right smart Yes. <laughs> we have to take a break on Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobbles here with First Alliance Credit Union. I'm Andy Brownell. We'll be right back on News Talk 1340, Carol C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, K-R-O-C-A-M and 96.9 FM. Ever have questions about your prescriptions? Ronell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. You know, Jenna, that smart system really, it makes sense. And yeah. it sounds like it's something anybody could do if, if they took the time to actually set the goal and took all the steps that you were talking about. A lot more than the usual I'm going to save some money this year. Yeah. <laughs> I can also see how setting the goal in the SMART method, the way we just described, can 
probably even overcome some of the other obstacles that we talked about earlier in the show. Yeah, absolutely. You're spot on. You know, and that's the beauty behind using the SMART goals methodology is it can really help you see that you can make these incremental changes to truly change your habits in an actually a very short amount of time. So I think it's really important that when you're going through this process that, you know, it really just is going to help you understand what your priorities are. Right. So in the example I shared earlier, you know, I'm going to have to give up eating out for lunch in exchange for packing my lunch. Right. So while considering this solution, I may come to realize that getting out of the office at lunchtime every day is actually really important to me. So maybe that's not the best place for me to cut some Uh. costs. Right. Um, and again, this is going. This is going to look different for everybody, you know. So you don't have to skip eating out for lunch if that's not what you want to do. And that's kind of the beauty of this. It's very personalizable, like methodology. So if and if that's truly the case, right? If that's not where you realize you want to cut your costs, then maybe you can look at going and canceling a subscription service that you have. You know, if you use the HelloFresh type things or, you know, the FabFitFun subscription services or Netflix and Hulu or, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to cut down to reach that goal that you're setting for yourself. Um, Maybe it means you downgrade your phone plan set. Maybe you realize, you know, I don't really need this super high-end phone plan. I don't even, I don't know, whatever it is for you. Like, Unlimited whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what phone plans are really anywhere at this point. Well, I haven't looked also, at mine in a while, to be honest. So, <laughs> And also what I like about what you're saying too is you could select something, you know, based upon your priorities that you might still consider to be, uh, that's a pain or a nuisance or mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice. But if you plan it out, it is a temporary sacrifice as well. Yeah. Well, potentially, unless you really like your life with that change, then you just well, keep doing it. But there you go. Well, that's the other point. After a while, you might go, I wasn't watching much on that channel anyway. Who cares? Right, right. Or, you know, I mean, there's just tons of things that you can, ways that you can approach this. And maybe, it, and maybe it's a combination of things that you do. Maybe you stop eating out three times out of the week and cancel a subscription service, right? So it's just really taking that time to understand what you can realistically maintain as you cut back to make room for this new goal in your life. Okay. You know? um, Well, that's the point, isn't it? Make it something that's realistic. Right. It really just forces you to think about some of those mental obstacles that you might be creating for yourself before you even get started. So you can almost overcome some of your own self-objections before you start, which is just putting you, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of where you would have been otherwise. And if you're honest about what's realistic for you in this process, you're going to end up with very motivating goals that you're working towards. Right. Get started is the important thing as well. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a really quick break. And we will be right back with more Good Money Moves, talking about getting back to meeting your financial goals on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 
It's a great time to save big money during the Nile no. and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good money moves here on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union this morning. And uh, we're talking about smart goals. So once you've set the smart goal, do you have any good tips to keeping things on track as life happens yeah. <laughs> those unexpected things and you know temptations yeah that's a great question so i mean yeah you and you kind of make a really good point because you can set really awesome smart goals all day long but you still need to find a way to stay motivated and on track over time especially as some of those temptations in life occur or unexpected events get thrown in your face how do you stay on track so one really great way to do that is just keep those goals very visible right so make sure that you have them written down and you put them somewhere that you're going to see it regularly whether that's on like your bathroom mirror or on your fridge or on the door as you walk out to get in your car every day you know somewhere where you're going to just keep it visually in front of you and another thing that can be really helpful when it comes to staying on track with your smart goals is to find someone to help kind of hold you accountable um you know setting goals as a couple like we talked about earlier um or maybe tell a friend what your goals are so that they can really encourage you along the way, right? So it'll help, and it'll also help them understand, you know, maybe why you turn them down for movies sure. more often or why you don't go out to lunch at <laughs> lunchtime with your coworkers anymore, right? So kind of keeping that line of communication open is can be huge and it can be really motivating. And, you know, there's also a lot of online support group type communities out there these days. So, you know, depending on what your goal is, you know, maybe finding one, you know, a really positive group to be a part of where you can just kind of be like, oh, I'm really, you know, struggling with this today or any, you know, and just kind of share those thoughts and get some, maybe some new ideas on how to stay on track because you don't have to go at this alone by any sense of the imagination. There's, there's people out there that can support you through it and help you, you know, reach those goals. Sure. And I can see that being helpful for them as well, because mm -hmm. if you communicate with them as to what you're doing, and they're being supportive of you, and if they see you having success, they may try the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and then we kind of we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier when we were talking through kind of the smart goals methodology, but really thinking ahead to any of roadblocks that might come in your way. So really prepare yourself mentally to meet those obstacles ahead of time and then find the means and resources to overcome them before they happen, right? So if you think back to my earlier example, if you tend to go out to lunch with a group of coworkers, there may be some peer pressure to not change that habit. So you really need to think ahead at what your options are there, right? So maybe it means that you communicate to them what your goal is, right? And what you're doing to try to reach it. So maybe you can find a new way to have lunch together still and still get out of the office, right? Maybe it means you pack your lunch and then everyone who wants to order to go can still do that, but then you go meet up and eat in the park together instead of at the restaurant. So just kind of, you know, thinking creatively about how to still meet some of those other needs that you have in your life while still maintaining your goal. And again, that really comes back to just communicating that right. goal with your friends in the first place. So... You can even yeah. come up with a plan that, you know, compromise. Hey, I can go out with you one day a week yeah. to lunch and then figure out another way to make up for that money. 
Yeah, absolutely. Lots of options, but just thinking ahead to it can really just help you be that much more successful. Um, you know, and it's, it, this, it's also really good to think of, you know, backup plans essentially, right? What, what if life gets crazy and you do end up eating out, you know, three times over lunch in one week, how are you going to stay on track with that hundred with that hundred dollars you need? Where is it going to come from? Will you, you know, take it from your coffee fund instead? Will you cut back on, uh, you name it, find right. someone, you know, have that backup plan. What's plan B? Cause you know, life does get crazy. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, I'm, we're not eating out at all this week. And then all of a sudden I work late or, right. <laughs> you know, we have to run somebody somewhere we didn't expect. And then we're eating out more than we anticipated where, you know, it does happen, but yes, having a does. backup plan in place and giving yourself kind of a little bit of grace around that is going to go a long way for you. Um, counter to that, you really have to acknowledge your wins when they happen too, right? You so bet. really celebrate those accomplishments along the way. That's really, really going to help you stay motivated and focused so that you can keep going over the long term, right? And really making sure that you decide ahead of time what those smaller milestones are going to be. You know, is it every $100 you save? Or every credit card you pay off in full? You know, whatever that goal is, what is that milestone? And then decide ahead of time too, how are you going to celebrate that? It needs to be something meaningful without setting yourself backwards <laughs> in your goal that you've set for yourself at the same time. So there's a little bit of a balancing act there though, but there's lots of things you know you can do depending on what motivates you and what your goal is. Um, but really just being honest with yourself, right? If, you, if things are going off track, don't give up. Right away, right. just evaluate where things are going wrong and readjust, right? Again, you might feel like you set the perfect SMART goal out the door, but then as life plays out, you realize, well, maybe maybe eating out at lunch is a bigger priority for me than I was willing to admit. It happens, right? Don't let yourself feel defeated just because it didn't work out the first time. Just try again. You know, look at what did work, what didn't, you know, maybe you tried to save more money than was that was truly realistic, or maybe your timeline was too tight. Maybe you need to f look at it at a, in a 12 month cycle and save a little yep. bit less each month, you know, or maybe you forgot to take into consideration some expenses that crop up that aren't an every monthly expense that kind of threw you for a loop. Um, doesn't mean you have to quit. Just means you have to acknowledge where things went wrong, tweak your plan and keep going. Yep. The same thing applies so. to the budgeting, doesn't it? Because nobody gets that mm -hmm. budget right the first month. It's no. it's a good six-month process before you yeah. get dialed in. Absolutely. Most people are probably too ambitious when they first right. um, go take a goal at goal setting or budgeting. Like They are really not un truly understanding their financial habits and situations and what it's going to take to overcome them. But it's a start. You still have to start somewhere and just learn and grow and truly, you know, figure out and understand who you are and in your spending habits and what you can change incrementally. You don't have to change everything overnight because it's not going to happen. Okay. Jenna, as always, great information, but I am, uh, I'm betting that I can go to first alliance, cu.com or just stop in and, uh, 
tap into a lot of other resources. Am I correct? Yes, you can absolutely visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, get subscribed to our blog on there. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, and we've been talking all about SMART goals today. We actually have a free SMART goals worksheet um, in our online resource center that you can download for free. And it'll walk you through this whole goal setting process that we just talked about. Um, but we have a ton of other online guides to topics like budgeting, savings that can help you along the way as well. Um, if you're already a member at First Alliance Credit Union, make sure you check out the free tools that are available in online and mobile banking, like our My Money tool and the My Cards tool and the Credit Score tool. Those are all things that can help you um, track your budgeting, your spending, um, your debt, all of that stuff. Um, all things that are going to be helpful in helping you set those goals too so you know where you're starting and you can track your progress along the way really easily. Um, and, but of course, even more important than all of that is going back and listening to the past episodes of this show, right? Good Money Moves uh, on firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. And you can even get subscribed to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasting services. We're everywhere. And we're all over. You can find us everywhere. <laughs> and just like you mentioned, Andy, come in, talk to our advisors. They are here to help you get pointed in the right financial direction, and they can definitely help you set some goals and achieve them. Awesome, Jenna, and uh, great to be back with you. And we will have another brand new episode of Good Money Moves next week. Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester's radio home of Gopher Sports.